Hi there, I'm Lisa Kapal, and welcome to Where's Wilmington. So, you know, recently we had Joyce Hamlin on talking about the Girl Scouts, and today we have my friend Frank West talking about the Boy Scouts. Thanks for coming, Frank. Thanks for having me. So you call yourself Chaplain and Secretary for PAC and Troop 136. Right. Basically, my two roles are is that uh, in the Secretary role, I'm the Secretary for the Troop Committee and the PAC Committee. So that basically is taking the notes, setting up the minutes, and all that sort of thing. Okay. And the Chaplain role is one aspect of scouting, both on the Cub Scout end and the Boy Scout end, has a religious overtone, not necessarily specific to a particular religion, but there are awards that the boys and the girls now can earn for religious, uh, they can earn religious medals in scouting, and, okay. I, and I help oversee that. So I understand that in the last year or so, girls have actually been added to the mix of Boy Scouts. Yep. Can you talk to me about that? And also, do you think the two organizations of Girl Scouts and Boy Scouts and Cub Scouts will ever meld together as one organization? Yeah. Boy Scouts of America and Girl Scouts of America are two separate organizations. So I don't think that they'll ever, quote, as you say, meld together. Right. But what we're doing is, is that we're offering a program that allows girls, both in the Cub Scouts and the Boy Scouts program, to compete and you know and, and earn their uh, respective awards in the in their programs, uh, it's nothing really totally new to the Boy Scouting program because one aspect of Boy Scouts is called venturing, and venture scouts are both boys and girls that are from age 15 to 21. That that's how they run their organization. They have it's it's a you know, boy and girl run uh, organization, and it's wow. been like that with for many years. So the press is new. But the concept has been around for a while. Correct. All right. Can you walk me through the difference between when you're a Cub Scout, what age groups that is, and then Boy Scout and then Eagle Scout? I think many of us know about Eagle Scouting. We've had some of the Eagle Scouts come through WCTV to do different parts of their projects. So if you could just give me kind of an overview of how that looks. Sure. Within the Cub Scout ranks, there's Tiger, excuse me, there's Lion, Tiger, Wolf, Bear, Weeblos 1, and now they call Weeblos 2 Arrow of Light. And basically the lion would be kindergarten, tiger would be first grade on up. Uh, the kid can, the boy or girl can join at any time. They don't have to join when they're a, when they're a kindergartner. If a, if a kid came in at third grade, they would go at the third grade level. Uh, and the same thing with Boy Scouts. Boy Scouts is basically 11 to 18 is when they age out. Right. And, a, and a scout can go in at 12, 13, 14. The basic differences between the two programs are that the Cub Scout program is an adult-led program versus the Boy Scouts, or we, we call it now Scouts BSA, is now is a youth-led program. Certainly oh. the adults are there for advisors, but we try to... And, you know, let the youth make the decisions. Hey, do you want to go camping next weekend? Where would you like to go? What would you like to eat? Those sort of things. So the leadership component, you're kind of fostering that leadership component, which I think is a big piece to the Boy Scouts. I've noticed over my years of working with your organization that the leadership piece, I think, is, is very fundamental to your group. Why, why are you so involved with Boy Scouts? I know it's a very important cause to you. I also know you're doing a fundraiser about cans, which we're going to talk about. But yeah. why are you so heavily involved? Your kids are older now, and your son is aged out of the program by now, right? Yeah. Well, basically, my son joined in 2005, and I kind of went along with him, which is, which is what happens with a lot of the adults. 
and I was having fun then, and I'm still having fun. I always say that when I stop having fun, it's time for me to quit. Like you said, my, my son's now 22, right. so he aged out at 18. But like I say, I'm still enjoying the, the progress of the youth that we have, I, the, the adults that we have. We all get along, and we, and we have fun. Nice. What have you faced for challenges? All of us are facing challenges with the pandemic, but as far as running an organization that is mostly hands-on and kind of out in the wilderness, how much of that can you do with the situation we're facing? Well, as, as the, one of the things they always say is that 80% of scouting is the word outing, which means that you're supposed to spend 80% of your time outdoors. Certainly the pandemic has, you know, has affected the world. Right. Um, so one of the things that it's, it's brought us to is we've done a lot of our meetings as opposed to in person, we've done a lot of things on Zoom. And when we do get together, we have to do the whole social distancing, mm -hmm. mask, hand washing, uh, that sort of thing. But we try to keep that to a minimum right now, but we're, as the state and Boy Scouts give us guidance, we're running with that guidance and seeing how we can improve and make it a better program and make it a more, you know, quote, normal program right. for the, new the normal, youth. right. And you know, all nonprofits, I think, right now are struggling, fundraising, many concerns. How are you as Boy Scouts and as an organization meeting that challenge of fundraising? I know there's a small financial component to sign up to be a Cub Scout or a Boy Scout, but there are obviously things that have been canceled that you normally would be using to fundraise. How are you meeting that challenge? Well, basically, the the expenses have gone up. The cost, you know, like it, like youth athletics that charge, you know, hundred, two hundred dollars to be a member of. Right. Uh, there is a dues component to scouting, and and that is depending on what the structure of the of the den or the pack or the troop. You know, there's several packs and troops in town, so different people run different ways. Uh, most of us, as you know, usually do the 4th of uh, July right. uh, as a major fundraiser. You know, we have a chili and taco booth that, you know, we generate a good, you know, fair amount of money. Right. So like all the organizations that do that, we lost that fundraiser. So what we're trying to do is, is that we're trying to augment that with some other fundraising. And as you mentioned a couple of minutes ago right now, what we're doing is a bottle and can drive. So, so it's a way so that we're not asking people for money per se, but hey, you know, especially during COVID, people have bags of cans in their garage or their basement and they just, oh, you know, it's just, I don't want to take that whole bag to Market Basket or whatever. So we've had people that have donated bags of stuff to us and we just stand there and pop the cans in the machine. Awesome. So that to me seems like a win-win. Dropping it off to you is much easier for me than dealing with all that other rigmarole, nothing against Market Basket, they do a great <laughs> job, but I, it's not something I enjoy. Yeah. So I'd rather know that the money was going to a good place and that's a win-win. So you're gonna do that to kind of supplement what you normally would have achieved. Yeah, we started that a couple of weeks ago and the response has been great. I mean, we've, we've uh, had a ton of cans, not, not really a ton, but a bunch of We're cans. We're getting there of, though. <laughs> <laughs> We're getting there, we like a ton of cans. Yes. But, uh, you know, it's been, a, it's been a kind of an easy fundraiser for us because, like right. I said, you know, we're not asking people for, you know, hey, to, to purchase something or to, uh, hey, can you give us $20 or a check for $100 or right. something like that. It's, can we help empty out your garage? And what a genius idea. And that also gets the kids involved in the process. So from the collection to the recycling, that's really good that they're invested in the process, that it's not just a check. Although checks are good too, we'll take them. <laughs> but it's nice that they're invested in the process. What is next for the Boy Scouts and Cub Scouts? What should we be looking for coming up? 
Well, I think what, what, as the state is relaxing the, um, the uh, objectives that, you know, that, that you know, to uh, meet outside and meet in right. person, I think that hopefully we can get to a more you know, normal type of scouting program where we're, we're actually meeting in person. And even if we have to do the social distancing, the mask, uh, whatever protects the children, because that's, that's the main goal. We want to protect the youth and protect the leaders as well. Right. So we'll just kind of run with the guidance. And I think that different size packs and troops, you may have larger packs and troops that may have one set of guidelines and a smaller pack of troops that may have a separate set of guidelines because of the amount of people involved. Okay. If I'm someone who thinks I might want to sign up my child or I'm a youth who's watching and I might want to get involved, you said there are different packs that do different things. So there are different time commitments. Some meet once a week, some meet once a month. How do I know what pack is right for me and where do I find out the clearinghouse of what packs are available? Probably the easiest thing, most PACs tend to meet once a week. Okay. And usually the last meeting of the month tends to be what's called a PAC meeting. And at the PAC meeting is usually when the kids will get their awards. Because what we try to do is, is that we try to structure, especially with the, with the younger kids, they, we want to give them their awards as quickly as we can. Right. Versus the Boy Scouts, they're older kids, they kind of understand that it takes longer for, for them to get their awards. So, like if they're working on a merit badge, it may take them one to two months to get a merit badge, if not longer. Right. Um, as, find, as far as finding out what packs and troops are in town, um, one of the avenues is to call the Wuben Scout Office, would be a way to find out because they, you know, they would know the uh, pack and troop names and what nights they meet. Okay. Which tends to be an important thing. I mean, you know, yes. if, if you can only meet on Tuesday night, then, then maybe, to, maybe the Tuesday night pack or troop is the one for you or the Thursday or whatever. Now, if it should be a case where I find there's no night that works for me, I can always become a troop leader myself, right? What's the process to do that? Well, in order to become a troop leader, you'd have to have a chartered org that, you, that would sponsor you. For example, like with us, we're sponsored by the American Legion. And we've been we've been working the troop in the pack for you know the better part of fifty years. They've been our right. our chartered org. So you can't just say, hey, I'm Lisa Capallo and I I want to just start a troop. I could say that. Well, you but could, I would need but an organization to represent exactly. me. Okay, so I go to Woburn first. I'm sure Facebook is a good another place to look. And then what happens when I go to my first meeting as a Cub Scout or Boy Scout? Do I get a book that tells me about merit badges and how I achieve them? What's the process? What's the big secret? Well, so there's no, there's no real secret. There's no, there's absolutely one, one thing just to clarify. There's absolutely no secrets in scouting. Okay. Okay. So the parents are the um, uh, youths. Adult, adult partner, if you will, right, right. Uh, deals, you know, works with the kid in all, in all the aspects as far as that goes. But as far as how to, you know, you attend your first meeting, it's going to be different depending on, you know, what age kid that you're bringing. I mean, if you're bringing a third grader, you know, he's going to get a book that has one set of requirements versus a Boy Scout that is going to get a different set of requirements to start out at. And they kind of work at their own pace, the Boy Scouts do, and the, the Cubs, Basically, you have a year, or the better part of a year, to go from start to finish on the rank requirements, but it's all age-appropriate material. Okay, and there's no real pressure except Eagle Scouting. You, there's a time limit. But the other merit badges and programs, it's at your own pace. Correct. The only thing is, is that if your goal is to be an Eagle Scout, then you, you basically kind of have to schedule your pace because you, you, 
you need to finish before your 18th birthday. Right. One way or the other, when you turn 18. That's it. That's it. You got to so. finish up. All right. right. Is there anything final you would like to tell the audience today about Boy Scouts or Cub Scouts or how they can get in touch with you? Sure. I mean, basically, as we said earlier, that we have you know, Pack 136 that we run and Troop 136 that we run. Uh, we run them out of the Mason Hall in Wilmington. Right. Uh, we meet on Thursdays from uh, 6.30 to 7.30 for the uh, Cubs and from 7 to 8.30 for the uh, Boy Scouts. Uh, we'd love to have new members. We have Facebook pages both for the Cubs and the boys. It's basically Cub Scout 136 and Boy Scout Troop 136 for the Facebook pages. Or, you know, somebody wants to contact uh, me, our email is troop136wilm at aol.com. Or find me and give me a call. I mean, I'm, you know, I'm around town. And I'm right, kind of we see you to... all over the place. Grab you at Starbucks. There you go. Thank you so much, Frank, for taking time out of your busy universe to come and visit us. I appreciate that. You're welcome. And I hope that your can drive does get a ton of cans. The town could use it. You could use it. So I hope that happens for you. Yeah. And again, we're going to be doing that for a bit. Yeah. You know, to augment our Fourth of July loss. And, sure. Uh, if somebody wants to donate cans, we're happy to pick them up. So, again, Troop 136, Wilm at AOL.com. Or give me a call at my house, 978-658-1754. Wonderful. Thank you so much, Frank, for talking to us. Well, I think we've pretty much covered everything we can about Cub Scouts and Boy Scouts. So if you're interested, you can look up Frank and he will hook you up. Thank you so much for watching today. Just reminding you, next time someone asks you where is Wilmington, you tell them right here and right here on WCTV. Thanks for watching.